to The Conscious Cafe. This podcast is designed to wake you up, blending old soul knowledge with new age intellect. I'm Izzy, your host, and I hope you enjoy this week's blend. It's time to wake up. Are you ready? Hello, my friends, and welcome back to The Conscious Cafe. It is day two of Joy to the Soul, and I am very excited for today's journal prompts because I remember last year they were really intense to work through and identify and write out, and this year going through the prompts and the questions and the challenges and realizing that how much I've grown and changed since I did this last year has been a really interesting experience, but we'll get to those in just a moment. Before we begin today's show, I just want to say I hope you all are doing really well, that you're feeling excited as we step into the second day of December. For those of you who have Advent calendars going, I hope you got something wonderful in yours this morning. And yeah, I just hope that you all are doing really, really well. So today for me had a lot of ups and downs in it. I will say that kind of the high of starting the challenge yesterday wore off a little bit today and I found myself um, picking up Instagram a little more than I wanted to and poking and prodding at my body again and there were several times throughout the day where I found myself feeling overwhelmed or stressed by all the things that I had to do. Um, So I definitely don't feel as on top of everything as I did yesterday, but I'm also having a lot of grace with myself in that and understanding that it's all just part of the process and it's okay. And I'm celebrating all of the little victories that I had today. So today again for me was filled with studying for finals as well as a couple client sessions and just general work that I do. So I woke up and I did my morning routine and it was really lovely again just to have that safe space to come to in the morning. It's also really nice because now that classes are over and I just have exams left, I typically during the semester I wake up at 5 a.m. so that I have enough time to do all of my work before I start doing my schoolwork and going to class. But now that classes are over, I'm able to wake up at a time that feels more natural for my body and kind of wake up with the sun and just wake up naturally. And so that just adds another layer to that morning routine of just being able to tap into my body very first thing. And I will say that I was in the middle of a conversation last night via text when I went to sleep last night. So I was very tempted this morning to look at my phone and see all the notifications before I did my morning routine. But I was able to just slip straight into it without looking at those messages and save that space. And I really do enjoy having those few moments in the morning where it's not about what happened during the night, looking at notifications, really just jumping into the day. It's almost like I have a pause button on my day and time just stops for a few minutes in the morning before I get into all of the things that I do each day. So I had my morning routine, I had my lemon water, I did my breath work, I talked to my inner voice and then I got up and I actually got quite a bit done today. I did laundry, I went to the grocery store, I did an annotated bibliography for those of you who had to do those in college. They are still just as not fun to do. Um, But thankfully, I'm doing mine on a topic I'm really passionate about. So it went by a lot faster. But once I did that, I was able to study for um, one of our finals with one of my best nursing friends. And then I also had a client session. And after that, I was 
kind of dealing with how much I still had to get done and it was around 7 p.m. at night and I was just realizing that there was still a lot that I needed to get done and I was feeling overwhelmed because I had had a conversation with one of my best friends. Um, We were just talking about some really intense feelings that we've been having and working through a particular situation in our lives that I'm not going to go into too much detail about here but it was just adding to my feeling of overwhelm and so I just sat down and instead of letting myself snowball and get stuck in that anxious state. I sat down and I reminded myself that I know and I trust that at the end of the day, everything will work out the way it needs to and I don't need to worry about it, but I do need to honor how I'm feeling. And so I was able to sit down and pull out a piece of paper and just do a nice 10-minute stream of consciousness and write out all of the things that were overwhelming my mind in that moment so that I could look at them, I could see them on paper, and I could get that energy out. By the way, if you don't do this regularly, this is something I highly recommend doing whenever you're feeling overwhelmed or stressed or anxious, just pulling out a journal or a Word document on your laptop and just writing out everything that's in your mind unfiltered so that you can get it out instead of just having it play on repeat in your head. So I did my stream of consciousness and then I was able to just kind of reset, take a few deep breaths, and come back into the present. And it was really interesting. I know yesterday I shared that as I exit one moment in life and then step into another one, so when there's almost like a scene change during my day, I've been trying to be more mindful about taking a moment to express gratitude for the moment that just ended, and then stepping into full presence for the moment that's in front of me and it was really interesting today when I had so much to do I found myself in the moments where I was feeling really overwhelmed I noticed that I was not at all present in the moment that was happening so one particular moment of today I was actually cooking dinner and I was in the kitchen and I realized that I had prepared dinner and gotten it in the oven without even being present for a single moment of it and I just realized that when I'm feeling that stress and I'm feeling that overwhelm it's really taking me out of my body and out of that presence that I'm trying to develop so I was able to take a deep breath and recenter and just kind of do that mindful moment of closing off the energy behind me to the moments that had happened previously, acknowledging that they were done and they were finished and expressing gratitude for them. And then also closing my energy to the future as well, or at least closing my mind's awareness of the future off so that it's just in the present and it's not worrying about what's going to happen or the things that I need to do and just coming back into the present because I just kind of realized and I have been realizing especially in the past few days that this is your life that you have here on earth is so much more than just your job or your school or your family or the dinner that you're eating or taking care of your body it's not the things that we're doing in our life it's about the experience of it and we can go through our entire lives just going through the motions you know we can show up to our job every day we can feed our kids every morning we can go to the gym and work out and exercise and eat and we can watch movies with our family and we can even do things that we think of as being really pleasurable activities but we can do them without being fully present we can just go through the motions because we're always so concerned about what's going to happen next how we're going to get everything done what's our next day is going to look like if we're going to meet that deadline at work if we're going to be able to help our kids with their homework or you know buy them a present for Christmas or whatever it is that we're worried about that's in the future we can spend our entire lives worrying about the future feeling like we're living in the present but really not and then wake up one day and 
realize that we've missed our entire life because we haven't been present in that moment. And I think especially the past few days, I've just been realizing that there's nothing to me that's worth missing my life for. There's nothing that I can worry about or do or think about that's more important to me than being fully present and experiencing the life that I have because I only get to live it once. And, you know, you hear people say that all the time, you only live once. But when you really think about it, it's actually really true. Every moment that you experience, even this moment right now, if you're in your car listening to this podcast, or maybe you're brushing your teeth or whatever it is you're doing while you're listening to me talking to you, you'll never, ever experience this moment again. Yes, you might be driving in your car and listening to my podcast again in the future, but this moment, this exact one with its unique flavor of energy, you're never going to see it again. And if you're not fully present, you're not even really seeing it now. So what's the point of having the job, having the kids, having the family, having the house, having the life that you're living if you're not actually living it? And so I think that's something that I really want to incorporate into this 30-day challenge for me is that understanding that we can live life without actually living it. It's up to us to be present and to be mindful and to be aware and fully embodying each present moment, understanding that life isn't just about hitting the checkpoints of showing up to work, getting the job, having the family, buying the house. It's about living the experience of those things and that even if we feel like we're being mindful and we're being conscious of everything that we have in our life or we're being conscious with our actions, you can be conscious without being aware and without being present. And so I really want to incorporate that understanding more into my life and allow myself to really live instead of just going through the motions. And whether that means that there is something that I need to do for work that I know if I start doing it, I'm just going to start going through the motions. And instead, I need to go outside and I need to be fully present and I need to feel the air and smell the flowers and hear the birds and whatever it might be to bring me back into the present, then that's what I'm going to do. Because I only have, and you only have, this life, this experience, and this human character that you're playing. You only have this moment once. You're never going to see it again. And even in the, the hard moments, even in the painful moments, those have their beauty too because the richness of those experiences is amazing to witness and to experience even when it hurts and even when it's hard. You're never going to have that one again. So you might as well fully experience it now because one day you might look back and realize that, yeah, you hit all the checkpoints, but you weren't actually there for them. So anyway, those are some of my deeper thoughts from today, just kind of realizing the importance of being fully present and experiencing life instead of just being in life and just living it, going through the motions the way that we so often do. So I hope that resonated for you. That was definitely, I think, my biggest takeaway from today is that there's nothing that I want less than to allow my life to slip away without actually experiencing it and realizing that when I do that, when I let myself get ahead of myself, when I find myself overthinking or planning for the future or worrying or stressing or whatever I'm doing that's taking me out of the present moment, it's also taking me out of gratitude and out of appreciation for what's happening in my life right then because that means that whatever's going on, however good or bad or whatever it may be, I'm taking it for granted. I'm saying that, you know, it's not important enough to 
deserve my energy or my time in this moment. So I'm going to be somewhere else in my head planning for what could go wrong or for what I'm going to do next because I'm taking this present moment and what's happening here and now for granted. So I really want to make sure that I'm spending the time in the present, acknowledging the blessings and the gift of that present moment. For those of you that listen to Jess Lively, she said something once that has always stuck with me and she would ask herself, what's the present of the present moment? Meaning what's the gift, the blessing of this present moment that that's here for me? So that's something that I want to do more these 30 days and that's definitely been my biggest takeaway from day two. But that being said, we'll go ahead and move on to all of the journal prompts, questions, challenges, etc. Um, that we have for today. And just like yesterday, I'm going to go ahead and read the quotes and the mantra so that you can have a moment of peace and quiet in your day and that you can listen alongside. So I invite you to just before we begin, take a deep breath, center in. Find a moment of calm in your day and listen as I say these quotes. Don't limit yourself. Many people limit themselves to what they think they can do. You can go as far as your mind lets you. Whatever you believe, remember, you can achieve. And that was said by Mary Kay Ash. The next quote is, One of the most courageous decisions you will ever make is to finally let go of what is hurting your heart and soul. And that was Bridget Nickel. And finally, in the end, only three things matter. How much you loved, how gently you lived, and how gracefully you let go of things not meant for you. And that was the Buddha. Today's mantra is, it is safe to let go. I am ready to let go. I like to repeat this mantra as I'm falling asleep to help reprogram my subconscious while it's in those alpha delta theta brainwaves slowing down because that's the time when your your subconscious is most easily accessible so repeating mantras like this as you fall asleep or first thing in the morning will help to reprogram those thoughts that you're having so today's journal prompt is identify three of your most limiting beliefs fears doubts or traumas if you're having a hard time narrowing it down do an soc or a stream of consciousness like i was talking about earlier to help out. So this one, I remember last year when I did this challenge, I had a really hard time with this one. Actually, a lot of today's prompts I had a hard time with last year. And I remember it was, I was in a place where I was feeling a lot of pain and a lot of fear and a lot of overwhelm and trying to sort through all of the emotions I was feeling to get to the root limiting beliefs, fears, doubts, or traumas was really, really difficult. And so I was a little hesitant about doing it again this year because I remembered how difficult it was last year. But it was really interesting to notice that this year I think I'm a lot more aware of how I'm feeling internally and aware of the situations and beliefs and thoughts and emotions that I have going on in my head that I was able to identify really easily and really quickly the top three that I want to work on for these 30 days. And I think that having that awareness is one thing but actually acting on it is another so it was just interesting to notice the difference between this year and last year so that being said my top three limiting beliefs fears doubts or traumas 
The first one, this is one that I've had for a while and I don't think I've ever been able to put it into words the way that I'm able to now. So to me, that's a sign that it's ready to be healed and to be let go of. But the wording is I have a really deep-seated fear of getting left behind. And the way that this translates into a limiting belief is essentially to my mind, getting left behind means waking up one day and not being myself or being walked on or um, being abandoned or being left behind, just just the way it sounds. And so the way this translates into a limiting belief is that I have to be in control to be safe. And the mental image I get here is almost um, like I'm drowning. I have this fear of being pulled under the water and everyone else will keep moving forward and keep swimming and keep enjoying their lives and I'll be stuck and sucked down into failure or sadness or depression or isolation or abandonment or whatever it is that that water represents in that moment and everyone else will continue forward with their lives and I'll be stuck and I'll get left behind. And so the mental image for the limiting belief is that it's almost like I have to be constantly fighting the water to be able to stay afloat and to be able to stay on top and that if I were to let go of that that constant swimming motion which represents control then I would fall under the waves and be drowned so that's definitely one that I want to work on because that I have to be in control to be safe I know that that's one of the main contributors to the anxiety that I've been feeling on a daily basis Um, and it's definitely something that I want to work on releasing because I understand that it's not about control to keep you safe and I understand cognitively that I'm not going to get left behind but it is a really deep-seated fear that will come up in a lot of my interactions with other people I find especially and sometimes it even translates into it's easier to be by myself than to deal or connect with other people because at least when I'm by myself there's no one there to leave me behind you know I, I can't ever leave myself behind I mean I could but it would it would be really difficult So it's easier when I'm by myself to not have to face that fear because if there's no one else there, there's no one there to leave me behind. So that's the first one. Um, The second and the third kind of tie in together, but the third is this fear and limiting belief kind of mixed and it's that I have to make up for my imperfections or this fear that I'm fundamentally flawed. I have, especially recently, but kind of grown up with the belief that I'm different um, from other people. This is partially the result of some trauma that I experienced when I was younger, but also just a general understanding that the character that my soul is playing here on earth is different than a lot of other people that I'm around. And obviously I have you all and I found this community that accepts me for who I am, but I always kind of in the back of my head have this feeling in this belief that I almost have to make up for my weirdness if you will like I have to make up for the fact that I am so open or I'm so emotional or so sensitive or that I like these really woo-woo things and I have really interesting views about the world and how it works and about people and I have to make up for the fact that I'm not like most college-age girls and you know all of these beliefs that there's something fundamentally different about me and that I have to make up for it. And it ties into my third limiting belief, which is I have to be perfect to be loved. I have this fear that if I let myself show up the way that I am fully um, to 
the quote-unquote regular people in the world. Obviously, with you all, I'm very comfortable being vocal about who I am and what I believe and, and how I see the world and all of that. But when I'm living daily life, I have this fear that I have to look from the outside like I have my entire life figured out and I have to be a really high achiever and I have to have perfect grades and I have to be doing 5,000 things all the time and I don't even just have to be doing them, I have to be doing them well and I have to be extremely patient and extremely kind and generous and I have to be perfect. Otherwise, they will see the imperfections or the flaws underneath and they won't love me and then I'll get left behind. So you can kind of see how all three of these really tie in together, but I think having them separated will really help me for this challenge because the way that it's set up is that each week we kind of tackle one of the three. Um, And then at the end, we kind of go back and do a broad overview. So Just to kind of repeat those, the three that I'm working with here are the fear of getting left behind, the belief that I have to be perfect to be loved, and this fear slash belief that I am fundamentally flawed and I have to make up for those imperfections. So that is a fairly heavy journal prompt. And again, like I said, I am being very open and honest with you guys because these episodes are serving as kind of my nightly journal. So Again, I appreciate your compassion and understanding here, and I hope that if these resonate with you, that you'll know that you're not alone, and that if you don't agree with the things that I said, that you will understand that these are feelings that I'm experiencing, and that you will treat them with kindness and respect. So the gratitude prompt today was actually, I remember last year, this one was incredibly difficult for me. And it was difficult for me this year, but in a different way. So today's gratitude prompt is, what is one thing you like most about yourself? Focus on that thing today and try to thank yourself for it. I remember last year when I did this challenge, I had such a hard time coming up with what it was that I liked most about myself. Not because I felt like there wasn't anything But again, just because I was in a place of a lot of pain and fear and even just acknowledging that there were parts of myself that I liked felt um, unsafe and almost dangerous in a way. And it was really interesting because this year when I went to fill out this prompt, I had a hard time choosing what my favorite part was, but it was because I started thinking about so many different things that I genuinely really appreciate about myself. And it was a really beautiful moment to recognize how far I've come in that aspect of self-love and self-acceptance to see that my first reaction to that prompt was a list of things that I genuinely appreciate about myself and about the character that I'm playing here on earth instead of doubts and fears about who I am. So that was a really nice touch to add to today. But I think the final answer that I came up for this one is right now in this moment, the thing that I like most about myself is my openness and presence. And I know that probably sounds funny because being present is something that I'm working on during this challenge. But in this context, what I mean by presence is my ability to be in a situation and adapt to it, to be able to take whatever's happening in my life, whether it's nursing school and having a patient code on me or a client session and holding space for someone who's working through really deep trauma or talking with a family member or hanging out with friends or doing the work that I do, whatever it is, 
I'm able to adapt and be open to allowing that experience to be what it needs to be. And because I'm open, I can show up fully for it and have that compassion and awareness in that moment. So it might not make sense what I just said, but it makes sense to me. And and that is the thing that I like most about myself recently. So I did try and focus on that today and find gratitude for it. And I encourage you to find something in yourself that you truly appreciate and find gratitude for it. So the next thing was today's question, which is what do you feel is missing in your life and how can you get more of what you need? This one, I actually did not feel right off the bat, like there was anything missing in my life. So I kind of had to sit with this one for a minute. And for those of you who are kind of struggling with these questions, these are really great questions to ask your inner voice. So if you're looking to build your connection with your inner voice and your connection with um, being able to communicate with your inner voice, especially asking these daily questions to your inner voice can be a really great exercise. So when I asked myself the question, what do you feel is missing in your life? the answer was experience. And again, it goes back to my intention for these 30 days to really fully be present and aware in each moment of life because I don't feel like there's anything or any situation or any emotion or any person that's missing from my life. But I do feel like that my ability to be present and fully experience my life has been missing. So how can you get more of what you need is just to be more present. And that's what I'm trying to do for the next 30 days. So then the last thing today is the challenge and it's look at yourself in a mirror for at least five minutes repeating the phrase you are worthy and I love you. I haven't actually done today's challenge yet. I was going to do it right before I went to bed, but I do know that this is a really powerful exercise, especially for the body image side of my goals for this month. So I am looking forward to it. So that being said, that is the end of today's episode. I hope you enjoyed listening and following along. If you'd like to join the challenge and have these prompts sent straight to your inbox, you can join us at the link in the show notes. If you have any questions, if you want to share your experience or your thoughts or support or anything else, you can always reach out to me on Instagram at izzy.intothedeep via email at isabel at welcome to the deep or on Facebook. I hope you all are having a wonderful, wonderful day and that whether or not you're following along with the joy to the soul experience that you're enjoying these episodes and enjoying connecting with me through them. So I love you all so very, very much and I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day. Until next time. Thanks for coming to the Conscious Cafe. Join me next week for your consciousness refill or keep the vibes going by following me on Instagram at izzy.intothedeep, joining my Facebook group or heading over to my website at welcometothedeep.com. You can find all the links in the show notes. Thank you so much for being here and until next week, it's always a beautiful day at the Conscious Cafe.